welcome back to season two. I've got to get out of here. Of the Unimposters podcast, where we are exiting the existential ennui of every English eloquent everyman, evincing even Eeyore's eyes ebbing the eternity of endless entropic energy edging eerily into Exodus. Did you just put in two in that? I did. It doesn't start with an E. <laughs> I, there, I didn't have any prepositions that started with E. <laughs> yes, listener, that is the part I took issue with. <laughs> Back off me. <laughs> uh, this is this is how much I've got Andy used to my nonsense. It's like it's like uh, you just wasted ten seconds of airtime. Like no, the into doesn't start with E, dude. <laughs> So, we're done with Genesis. It's time to open Hooray! up the book to the second book, man. It's time to it's time to start off with the book of Exodus. It's all the names. Yeah. What? The, uh, the names. <laughs> oh, so, sorry. So, it, <laughs> older cultures do not refer to, like, Genesis is not Genesis and Exodus is not Exodus. Right. So, the normal way to refer to things, and actually this includes sections inside the book as well as the book as a whole, is by some notable word or phrase from that. So, like, so Genesis is in the beginning, and Exodus is the names. Well, actually, it's just what? names. But because <laughs> in the first line of Exodus, it's these are the names of the people that went into Egypt with Jacob. That's how they used to how they used to name uh, the hymns. Yes. Like the, by the first line. Yeah. Unless they had like a super catchy like chorus to it and then it would like mold into the chorus because like, you know. Which is why a lot of hymnals, well, I think even still hymnals have that like index of title of the song and first lines in the yes. back. Yes. Because everybody does. knows it by the first line. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, now, um, my, my wife who is from Germany has a Bible yeah. in German. Yeah. That's go, shocking. Go figure, you know, like you know, getting language in her own language. but Communist. Uh, but the uh, the book the book so the, the the first five books are actually labeled in her Bible as the first book of Moses, the second book yes. of Moses, the third book of Moses, which is a very German thing to do. Which is like, well, he wrote this book, so we shall we shall name it after him. That's what they did with Matthew and Mark and Luth and Luth. Yes, no, not Luther. Luther wrote a book, but he didn't get a book in the Bible. Sad to say, he was a little late to it. What are we doing? <laughs> Exodus Moses We are Mosesing So Genesis Okay, or sorry, Exodus Yes <laughs> Before we move on Let's re- sort of recount Genesis one last time So remember God made stuff God has a plan God is working through people Who have actual jobs We don't just like Hang out For no reason And For some reason that doesn't really make sense, God chooses to work through us instead of, you know, just like being God and doing everything himself, which is weird. (laughs) Yes. But we're going with it. Except that there's this problem that people apparently aren't really too excited about doing their job and being on God's team because you keep having situations like Adam and Eve. God says, hey, just do literally whatever you want. And they're like, no, I don't trust you. I'm going to eat this (laughs) This apple, the one thing you told me I couldn't do. You had one, not your job. Yeah, that's right. You, you don't have my back, God. I don't trust you here. And then Cain. Oh, my brother got a good sacrifice, but I didn't get a good sacrifice. God, Cain, if you do what's right, calm down. It'll be fine. Cain, God, you don't. I don't trust you. You don't have my back. I'm going to go murder. 
Damien has moved at how good this summary is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, we're going to have an explicit episode at some point in time, but it's not because of me putting boogers into a Kleenex. <laughs> anyway, and this keeps going with like, maybe, okay, not Noah. Noah's doing the, all the right stuff, but everybody on the whole planet except for Noah. And then Babel. Like, God says, like, basically you have one job. Just go all over the world and have babies. And the people are like, I've got an idea. Let's all get together and stay in one spot. Like, okay. And then once you get into, like, individuals, you're like, okay, Abraham, what is he doing that's so good? Well, he's more or less just sort of, like, trusting that God really does have his back. Like, if God says he's going to do something, he really will do it. He is trustworthy. Like, God says, hey, I'm going to give you a baby. And Abraham says, you realize I'm 100. And God says, yes. He says, well, all right then. I, I trust you. And he's not trying to just, like, demand and take his own stuff, unlike, you know, Cain and Adam and Eve and the people in Babel. Like, even to the point where he has the right to pick what land to settle on, but he lets Lot have his choice instead. So we just keep going down this. We finally got to Joseph, where following the way God's supposed to do things results in the whole world, quote-unquote, like the whole Near Eastern world, being saved from death and famine, and blessings for everyone. Yay! But now... Fireworks. Let's... So, so now we're like, okay, but how do you get from one guy to the nation of Israel? Because I know, because I've read the rest of the Bible, yes. that there's a lot of the nation of Israel going on here. Yes. But so far, the promise and relationship with God has always gone to one person, right? Mm-hmm. It's gone to Abraham, it's gone to Isaac, it's gone to Jacob, it's gone to Joseph. Okay, great. But now we're in Exodus, and we're going to start seeing, okay, now what happens if we spread that out and we're like, what do, what do God's people do here? And we're going to essentially have that for the entire rest of the books of Moses. Yeah, yeah. So we we start off, and it says, like, it, it gives you a list of all of the sons of Jacob. Jacob Israel. It's like, like this, these are the people who moved to Egypt with their families. And it lists all the brothers. And um, and you know, even even lists Joseph. And then it says, but Joseph was already there. It's like, <laughs> thank you for that detail. Yes, thank you. We we just turned the page. We know that he was there. But it, you know, it says uh, it, for you know, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher. Uh, all the descendants of Jacob were 70 persons is what it says. So 70 people move to Egypt and they, they settle in. Uh, is this the point in time when they settle into Goshen? Is that, that one yep. like that Pharaoh says, hey, the Goshen place over there, that, that's yours over there. So they, so they go and they move into Goshen. And, uh, and they, you know, they're happy. You know, they, they go bury dad. They have like, you know, that, that whole thing goes down. And, um, and then they, you know, they, everybody lives happily ever after. Actually, when they go to bury dad, just because this is going to come back up in Exodus. Yes. They go to Pharaoh and say, please let us go, you know, a few days into the wilderness for this thing we need to do, like this obligation. And Pharaoh says, absolutely. In fact, let me give you stuff. Let me give you people to do it with you. Let me give you provisions. And they go, and then they come back. And Egypt continues to be blessed. Yes. The, the, the thing that they said. Uh, they, they um, Yeah, they, they took some stuff with them, but they, yeah, they grew as a nation. And then... That pharaoh dies, oh. and another pharaoh happens to them. And this pharaoh apparently didn't know anything about Joseph. He didn't know anything about, like, he didn't read his dad's hieroglyphs that he'd, like, he put, like, uh, on all of the walls, which is, like, wonderful discussion we can totally avoid, which is, which pharaoh so much. is this? 
Yeah, which 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 pharaoh are we talking about here? Because I like actually the children's pastor at this church, his doctoral thesis was actually written on, you know, like the a discussion of which pharaoh is the pharaoh of Exodus. It's like literally, it's fun because everybody down to like third daughter of random shepherd gets a name. Yes, but pharaoh doesn't. Right, pharaoh is pharaoh. That's yes. it. Even yeah. though obviously they knew who he was and knew his name, mm-hmm. no, he doesn't get a name. Yeah, the, these these people who were like eventually enslaved to him, yeah, were, were were helping him to write his name all over the history of his of his of his country. But and and maybe it's just one of those things where like Moses when he was writing this this stuff down was like, I don't even want to that that man's name does not live in our mouths, kind of thing. Yeah, it's 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 eerily quiet about which one it is. Yeah. But it says, uh, it says, there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And he got kind of freaked out by the, by the nation of it, by the people of Israel. They weren't even a nation at this point. They were just, they, they were a gaggle. They were a neighborhood of Israel at this point in time. Wait, but so what's wrong with these people? There were a lot of them. Like, there were more than 70 now. Wait, wait, wait. So let me get this straight. The Jews go to Egypt. Well, they're not the Jews yet, but you get no. the point. Yes. They go to Egypt. They bless the whole world, especially Egypt. They are fruitful and multiply. And now this guy's freaking out because there are too many of them. Yes, there's, there's too many of them, these people who helped his, his country survive. He has no idea they helped his country survive. All he knows is that Goshen's getting a little tight. Like, like they, they used to be 70, and now they are a, a lot. whole lot more than 70. And so he says, you know what? Put them to work. We got all these people here. That's a free resource. Let's go ahead and put that free resource to work. And so he he uh, he multiplied their work bitterly, right? But and that like, made them have more babies. If you're under the age of eighteen, you may want to tune out for a second here, or if you're not clear on where babies come from and how lots of stress may be related to additional babies. <laughs> So it's worth noting that this may actually be our first explicit episode that Jonathan told us to have. But it, like apparently, if you want people to have more babies, stress them out a little bit. <laughs> Give them more work. Take away their alternate forms of stress relief. <laughs> when suddenly they have nothing else to do except for work and go home and look at each other, apparently something happens when they go home and look at each other and then babies happen. <laughs> so, for any of our children who are listening to this episode, the thing that happens at home is they just talk to each other a lot. <laughs> and, and then the stork is impressed by their by their family dynamics and brings them a baby. <laughs> That's man. Science. That's right. <laughs> We're basically Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But backing up off that for just a second, <laughs> explicit episode or not, um, real fast as we fly by, a detail that is, again, not super important, but I think is fun, is that Pharaoh, like the way it describes him is like, Pharaoh decided he was going to deal craftily with these people. And I'm like, hmm, the beginning of a book of Moses that talks about someone 
who is more crafty or trying to be than the people of God, and this has cons- negative consequences for the people of God, I wonder what this could possibly be a reference to. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's exactly right. You should be thinking, this is not going to turn out well. <laughs> Fantastic. I don't know exactly what's going to go wrong, but something, I can sense something is about to go bad. It's an interesting strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays out for him. Exactly. <laughs> Pans out for him. Wow. Whatever. I d- Do you I know don't think anybody make- listening is going to get that reference? They're making a sequel to that movie. Did you know what? that? Yes. That's that's more ridiculous than the, than the idea that like they were going to make a, a sequel to <laughs> Top Gun like 30 years later. But Chuck Norris is old. <laughs> and I'm not sure they could get another cameo by Lance Armstrong. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I mean like, it's, all I need to know is, like, what is Ben Stiller going to look like this episode? Because he, like, this, this, this is not what we're talking about today. <laughs> that reminds me of, speaking of things we need to leave quickly, the Exodus. <laughs> so, uh, so it says, um, in, in, in verse 12 here, chapter one of Exodus says, the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied, and the more they spread abroad. <laughs> it's, it's Which, like, to be fair, we've got the people of God. They're being oppressed. They are being fruitful, multiplying, filling the earth. Yeah. Like hey, spreading out. Like They're doing what they're supposed they're to do. They're doing their job here. Yeah. So uh, it's a little bit like, you ever, you ever like get super hot sauce and you make the mistake of trying to cool it down with water? <laughs> I'm not saying I've ever done that, but yes, oh, right, well, go so, on. So I once had what were the rated the third hottest wings in America. In a place in Ohio, which is like, how did how did spice find its way into Ohio? It is strange. I don't know how, but it was like I had to sign a waiver to eat these wings. Dude. <laughs> like it was like nice. I, I thought like nice theatrics, but after like they brought it, you know, like when it's super spicy, it hits you in the nose and it's spicy there. Wow, oh man, I knew I was in trouble. So I like I started to eat these eat these wings and I couldn't talk. Like yeah. it was so spicy, I lost control of like, my ability to like make words. <laughs> like Which, if that. you've been listening, it's not that unusual. But still, oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, like at one point in time, I like I like I, I would like, ask for water just because I needed to like cool down the nuclear like <laughs> fire that was going on in my mouth. A little bit of the water eked out of my mouth because again, I had no control over my face, and. When the water eked out of my mouth when I was drinking, it brought the the spicy oil with it, <laughs> and it spread it across my chin, <laughs> and it was so spicy that my chin was on fire, <laughs> and so like Pharaoh basically tried to like cool down the spicy hot with water here, and he took a a large amount of of Israelites into a a shocking amount of Israelites and in a couple of generations they went from 70 people to a lot more than 70 people I was wondering how we were going to land that plane but you brought it back yeah no I was like it's this game man sometimes the metaphor runs away